Hey guys, just Josh here. Welcome to Ballarat Talks. Proudly sponsored by the Region Cinema. Yeah, you, yeah. you put the balls on the line there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> no, I moved, I moved out of home when I was 14, so I sort of come Really? Yeah. The f- my face. The phone. I off the hook. Hope you enjoy this episode, guys, with Sammy Griffin. Righto, today's guest, uh, if you live in Ballarat, you, I have no doubt you, you have heard of him. Uh, he's a father of two, owns the iconic Griffin Burger and Dr. Phil. And currently, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, recognised as the strongest man in Ballarat still. You're not mistaken, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. That's right, I think so. Welcoming Sammy Griffin to the Ballarat Talks. Thank you, happy to be here. Welcome. Uh, is that right, all that, that, that intro was all good? Was that all I'm correct? S- I'm strong as well. If I'm missing it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Um, I, I came across you a few years ago, obviously with, with Griffin Burger. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, the only reason you really stuck out to me is you're not doing like anyone does. You, you are straight, like your, your social media stuff, everyone would have seen it, like it is incredible. Like he just, he, he loves banter, he loves, he loves to smack talk and obviously he's built his community around that. Now obviously, where do you come up with all this sort of stuff? Um, I think we're just honest. Is it just, like, is, it, is it what happens though? Most of the time. Yeah. Not well, half the time it's like a little bit skewed from something that's happened. Yeah. And I just go with it. Go with it. Absolute rot. Yep. But I think it started because we used to get, like I'd, I'd write something and then, well, we tried to be real professional at the start and then someone would write a comment, a bad comment and I'd be like, oh. and as you know, owning a business, little things get to you. Yep. And I was like, ah, oh, this is like affecting me too much, whatever. And then I was like, what will happen if I just say, like, fuck up, back to someone else? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's not... And so someone's just said one thing, and I just wrote back to fuck up, and then it just... Got... It would have exploded. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, oh, that's weird. I was expecting some sort of backlash. And then from there, just I would just write stuff that's a bit across the line, maybe, and then yep. call out some other businesses just for a bit of banter. Well, I've seen, uh, is it Carl's Jr.? Carl's Jr. Cops are flogging sometimes. Yeah, Burger uh, Road cop it a bit now lately yeah too, they're across the road might have to get a couple of shout outs to them across the road just here in the region um, I uh, actually my favourite one before I want I actually want your favourite one but my favourite one I remember was you said uh, go on a target it was around these lines anyway, don't quote <laughs> me go on a target didn't need anything and all these people commented yeah. you know, a pair of thongs and this and then you came back and fucking bought I it bought it all yeah you bought it all <laughs> did they come yeah. and pick it up yeah everyone picked it up no and way yeah it was really bizarre because it was like there's like costumes for dogs. I think yep. like a dog costume, like a new pots and pans set or something. Yep. Someone needed like traveling stuff. And I bought it all. I spent about 200 bucks. And then with, <laughs> I was like, did it as a joke. I was like, this is going to be funny. It's two, 200 bucks well spent. And yep. then within 10 minutes, everyone was there and collected it all. <laughs> like, I, thanks, mate. Yeah, <laughs> just, 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 just come on. Like, but like, that's right. like, it's marketing. Like marketing to it. Like that's, that you can't it get better. Well. Yeah. I did it at Campana's once as well, the coffee shop across the road there. Yeah. And I just said, go to Campana's, man, wants a coffee and what's your coffee order or something like that and you everyone wrote it. their coffee orders it was good for them it was probably annoying because they were like half strength soy yep. decaf and whatever and people come and picked them up yep. and a few people left like five dollars for my next coffee as well which is pretty that's good that's great yeah. big bad Lou and Serge big bad boys yeah you get along pretty well yeah they're good fellas yeah um, alright so take me back where you grew up in Ballarat yep At where where'd you go to school um Sebas. Sebastech, mm. yep. Did Sebastech, is that what it's called? No. Yeah, so it was Sebastech, then yeah. I was Sebastech College, and then it's Phoenix now. Yeah. And then you, you've been about your whole life, though? Yep. Yeah, and then you, well, how did, how did Griffinburg come about? How did that? Um, 
Well, I quit school in year 10, mm-hmm. as you do when you go to Sebas usually. <laughs> quit school at the end of year 10 um, to start dancing. Because yep. um, me and my wife own a dance studio as well. So oh, I, went, fuck, I forgot to get that. Yeah, sorry. Doesn't matter. Soul Studio. Yep. It's fine. It's all good. Yep. Um, to do that, which there's not much of a fucking life in that when yep. you're 15 years old. So I yep. uh, tried to teach that for a little while, and then I was plastering with my dad for two months yep. or something like that and then um, I moved to the circus moved to, moved to the circus moved to a circus yeah in, in, but where, where'd you go with that How did... I was in Melbourne so Silver Circus they're in Ballarat at the moment or they were in Ballarat for their yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was there for maybe two or three months which is fucking terrible yeah and when I got back um, me and Tess decided to start our own dance school because we were pretty much doing it all for this other bloke yep so we thought obviously we could do it ourselves and then yeah, Griffin Burger just came about because we learned all the business side of that and then... From mom, the... From the dance school. Because we, okay, yeah. we didn't know anything. So it's such a small business, it was good to just start something small, yep. learn all the basics of it, and then we yep. just took that. But um, my older brother Dylan was a chef and he wanted to get out of his job. And yeah, he said, we should start a burger shop or whatever. And so... Awesome. We just did that. And like our Facebook page, we pretty much just wing it. <laughs> yeah, like it's so good. I like, just can't... <laughs> Even like I was talking to, I don't know if now Mel Blomas yeah. from, she, she runs a gym down there, but she um she was talking about this morning and so I told you, I told her you were coming on. Yeah. It's like, righto, these, these are his best ones. Like he was talking about it. What was, what was yesterday's? Can you recite that? The one-armed. Was it one- oh, a lady with one arm asked where our shop was. <laughs> got halfway through saying that it's in Armstrong Street. And the whole time I was like, don't say Armstrong Street. And I was trying to think of like, do I say it's one street back from Lydiard? And I was like, oh, it's in Armstrong. Uh, I got halfway through it. I was like, oh, it's across the road from the old 21 Arms. My, like, was, that, was that a real story? Yeah. And oh, my, you're joking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're fucking yeah, joking. Yeah, and my neck, I just went and kind of sunk back into my shower as I was saying it. Like, quickly changed the subject. I'm like, oh, we got one down at Delacombe as well. And, oh, jeez. I thought you were taking the pit. I thought, nah. like, you just made them up. Nah. So they're all real, these stories? Most of them. And then some of them might skew a little bit to... Yeah, give them a little bit of salt. Yeah, a little bit of GST on them. Yeah, a little bit of GST, yep. Um, awesome. And then you've started, so, so Griffenberger, what, what year was that? 2015, we had a shop on Sturt Street. Really, yep. really small one. We fit about 13 people. Yep. Because when we started, we all kept, um, as my two brothers, my dad and myself, yep. we all kept our full-time jobs. So I was teaching full-time, about 40 classes a week. Yep. Um, my brother, the only one that wasn't um, working outside of the shop was my brother Dylan. He was full-time. Um, he's not with us anymore. He's doing his own thing. But um, my other brother Ryan was a plumber, and my dad's a plaster. Had his own business. And yep. then, yeah, after like six months, like fuck, this is actually kicking off. Yeah. Um, we didn't expect it. We thought it was just gonna be a side gig forever. But um, it kicked off. And then a year in, we got our shop. We we signed a lease a year in at Armstrong Street. Yep. It took us about a year to do it up. So yep. yeah, two two and a half years in, we um we cut our lease at Sturt Street, got Armstrong Street. Yep. A year after that, we got our DTC shop. And we've got a warehouse in um, near Latrobe Street there that we do all that prep sort of at there. Near Latrobe Street, whereabouts? Behind, behind your gym. Yeah. Um, it's Elizabeth Street, one of the old gun cotton complexes oh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, near, is it near that um, brawl? Yep, next door. Next door to that? Yep. So we've got, yeah, it's a big warehouse there. It's got a full commercial kitchen that we do all the prep out of and everything. Yep. And all of our stock, the packaging, everything is stored there. Yep. So we've got that maybe six months before COVID. And yep. then we got Dr. Phil yeah, Dr. a week before COVID in Delacombe as well. So that, Was that only a week before COVID? 
yeah, opening night was a week before COVID. The courier came to do like a, um, an interview about opening in yeah. like uncertain times and I was like, whatever. And then I was on the front of the courier and it said like coronavirus something something with a big photo of me there. It's <laughs> like so I'm the Ballarat's poster boy for fucking COVID-19. COVID-19. I thought that opened ages ago before that. No, nah, yeah, just a week. So we had a week of full trade. I think we had three days of full trade at full capacity and then we went down to 100 that we could fit. Because our shop fits at 175. We went down to 189, 60, nothing. Like that's day by day. Yeah. And then it was takeaway for lockdown. It was like two months or something. However long lockdown um, was. Oh, well, I remember two months of food stuff. Yeah. I was say it was oh, you was longer for you. Yeah, it was like six yeah. months. And then something. we could have 10 people in and then like 15 people in and then nothing. And then it was just... Stressful? Yeah, fucking earth. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Who are we to I feel like, like I was, I was pretty, like not fortunate, but like I had six months where it was just like... We were lucky here in Ballarat, like rent was frozen. Mm. It's paid at the other places, but like, I was okay with that. Like, it was six months of like, just had a kid, I could yeah. sit back a little bit. So you said, yeah, you said, um, how long ago was that? Uh, seven months. So that was in the, in the middle of it all. Yeah. And how are you, here's a question I did have for you actually, sort of jumping around here a bit, but how did you go with uh, your work-life balance stuff? And COVID, or and having a kid. And having a kid. Like, do you, do, like... Pretty- Form. Yeah, like how do you get like Tess obviously <laughs> Tess does the majority of it. Yeah, yeah, she's the queen. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's just hard because it's this the sleep's the worst. You know that. I yeah. feel like that's the most uncertain thing where you might work a twelve or fourteen hour day and then not know if you're gonna be up all yeah. night. And the first the first maybe like month or two, I was much more hands on because yeah. it's like the that's pretty yeah, the, it's like the most hectic time. Yeah. And Tess is still kind of recovering from birth, whatever. So. Yeah. Um, I think most dads drop off after that time. It's definitely hard. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a full on, full on experience. Do you, do you still think childbirth is a beautiful thing? Uh, hearing someone else talk about having a baby is beautiful. I don't want to see it ever again. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's not right. It's it's, oh, I don't know. I didn't. I wanted to be at the opposite end of the business end. When our son was born, when yeah, Tessa yeah. doing her thing. And oh, you were down there, Sam? For a brief minute. Yeah. But I was up the other end, and um, Tess was probably going to hate me saying this, yeah. but um, the nurse is like, oh, are you going to come down here? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm sweet up here, and I was just kicking back. <laughs> and then she got a big mirror, and she's like, oh, okay, then, and put this big mirror up. And I was like, oh, Jesus, right. So, oh. <laughs> and it was almost like it was magnified. Everything yep. was five times bigger. And yep. I was like, I'll, I'll just come down there. I'll then. come down, yeah. And, and then it all just happened so quick, and I... I swear I got splashed, just... Splashed? Just goop. Oh, no. Of, yeah, and Otis is born, and she's like, oh, do you want to hold him? I was like, can I please just wash my hands first? <laughs> and, I was, and I feel bad because I'm so sensitive, and Tess has just been fucking ripped in half. Yeah. And then I'm over there washing my hands because i got a bit of fucking goo on me. That's what I was... I was really passed out. I was just like <laughs> sitting there, and not even up that end. I was sitting there watching her, and I'm just like... <laughs> I'm going to go down here. Yeah, like I felt sick too. The first time I was like, ooh. And then Tess was, I was trying to be really supportive. I was like, is there anything I can get you or whatever? I was like, I want fruit tingles and I want a Coke Zero. Sweet, can do. And I went and I brought back, I think, Mentos, Mentos and, and a Sprite. That's all I could get in the vending machine. And I was like, cut for time. I was like, this is going to happen any second. And I got it back. She's like, you fucking asshole. These two things and you fucked it. Yep. So yeah, it's pretty bad. But, but the second time was it was better because I knew what was going to happen sort of thing yeah 
But I was, in saying that, I was still about two metres away, just sitting on a chair, kind of watching. And the nurse is like, Tess, do you want Santa come over here for a second? She's like, nope. Like, she was on the same page. She yeah. just had to do it herself. Didn't want me yeah, all up in her business. It's just a, um, an experience. Like, it just... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want her to go through it again. I, mm. I don't want to have to go through it again. You'll go through it again, though. Oh, well, yeah. Up to her, not me. Yeah. I'll just do the fun part. I will never go through it again. <laughs> you done? Yeah, fucking no. Two kids? Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'll chop my dick off just um, to not go through it again. <laughs> 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 that's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> Um, so hang on, just circling back again. Yeah. Can you tell me what your favourite? favorite post was do you have a favorite post that you've ever put up um i think a lot of my favorite ones get deleted to get on um, facebook yeah a lot of them get um reported but um oh, yeah, can i yeah. kick any banned i really? i had to start a new facebook page i'm saying that just in case yeah because yeah. i was banned i was banned so that was annoying and i couldn't even write like shit or something and it says it's against community guidelines i think once they ban you once they're onto everything onto, you yep. say yep um but I think one of the funniest ones I wrote, it's one of the first ones I did. I just said, I'll be in Sebastian in 10 minutes if anyone wants to punch on or something like that. <laughs> and, and, um, all these people were going in on it. And then um, some guy called us from the hospital and he like went off his head at me. What for? He's, he's like, oh, um, I see the other side of violence. It's not funny. And because we were pretty new to just talking shit on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. He must have thought I was serious or whatever. Yeah. And he was going in and he was like, it's fucking stupid. Like, you can't be writing that stuff. We see the other side of it. And I was like, oh, mate, you sound like you want to fight. And he didn't take it very well. But then, and then it was a couple of weeks later, we took Otis to hospital, he had croup or something. Yeah. And I thought I knew the guy because he came in a lot. And this guy was giving me absolutely nothing in there. I was like, oh. You're a team. Maybe. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't cross these lines because... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going to run into people one day. I'm yeah. going to get a coward punched in the hospital by, <laughs> yeah. by a nurse or something one night. <laughs> yeah. Be admitted straight away. I don't know. But, um, yeah, the ones where I cross the line are probably the funniest ones. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I suppose resonates with a lot of people because yeah. it's like the surprise factor of, no, you fucking did Yeah, didn't, and I say to Tess, like, I wrote one about Gold Nugget that just went fucking, <laughs> went south real quick. Yeah. And um, people always still bring it up. But then... Oh, hang um, on, I, I can guess this one. How long ago? That was like a year and a half or something ago. Was something about donuts? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah. That's why I say that I invented donuts because I got a bit fucking butt hurt yeah, yeah, copying yeah. our donuts. Yep. Anyway, um, and I said, I always say to Tess, is this too far? Should I post it? Yep. And she's always like, yeah, don't post that. Half the time I still do. Yeah. But that was one that she was like, yeah, go for it. Was, so fucking, I'm on to her for that. I was going to say, what? Oh, yeah. So she, she, she got to She said, yeah. But then like, after it, she was like, oh, because I think that she was in the moment as well and she was like, yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because it was 50 50 foot on our side and on their side. Yep. They would have sold a shitload of donuts that week as well, so they should probably thank me. So, yeah, it's publicity. Yeah. Um, do so, so, obviously, you've had. Oh, my next question was do you, um, like, how many of these don't you post? And, like, do you ever second guess? Like, you, you hit the post button and you think, fuck, shouldn't have done that one. Yeah, I've never deleted one myself that I've done because I feel like once it's there, it's people there. are going to screenshot it if it's really bad or something like that. Yep. But there's a lot. Like some of them, like I feel like a 14-year-old boy texting someone saying like, I like you and like throwing your phone yeah. really hard. Just look back in an hour and look at the damage. But um, I think they're the ones that work the most because if I try too hard and try and think stuff too hard, it's just not going to be funny. It's not going to people aren't going to get it yeah. I guess if you think too too hard about it so I just do spur of the moment stuff like I think I've written like four posts today that are just absolute dog shit just, and just, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. write whatever I'm like 
I don't really care anymore. Well, I think that, like, I, I honestly, like, you've built this audience that's, like, you've always been like it, so mm. I feel like you, the audience is expecting it and yeah. they, they appreciate it and they love, like, your, the humour. Yeah, if I don't write something funny, some people, like, if I just write, post a burger or something, yeah, people comment, like, that's not funny. Yeah, that's not funny. What is this shit? I'm not here for this. And a lot of people comment and they say, we've never had your burgers, we're from Geelong or something like that. We've never had your burgers, we're here for the post. Yeah. But then some people are like, oh, I'm coming down this week, I'm from Geelong, I, I was here just for the post and now I'm coming down for a burger, everyone looks unreal. So awesome. it works both ways. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so from there, you, you go to Dr. Dr. Phil, how did that idea come about? Um, what were we going to do first? I think we are going to make, we are just planning on doing tacos. We had a business we are going to do called Fries and Froffies. We were just going to do beers and chips and just fries <laughs> and, and froffies and then we we're like oh we can't probably market just the place that does that yep. so now we've got friday that friday nights we do fries and froffies at dr phil where it's cheap yep. beers cheap chips yep and um we kind of built it around there and i was like what about tacos like we don't really know anyone that does taco like tacos everywhere mexican tacos but ours are kind of americanized like our burgers yep and so we just i think we just made like two tacos at um griffenberg and i was like fuck these are good yeah. let's just do it yep. and then um across the road it was called Food Ruckers or another business that um, yeah, went broke yeah. and they, yeah they um, I think I made a joke to the centre management I was like oh how long till Groove Train goes broke or whatever because I want their shop which I didn't yeah. and then a few weeks later they're like do you want the Groove Train well, shop they, they own, didn't they own both? yeah and yeah, he's yeah. like do you want Groove Train shop and I was like oh mate I was just kidding I was just being a smart ass so yeah. I don't actually want it and then he's like oh what about across the road and I was like oh yeah, maybe, because that was the shop we wanted originally for Griffenberger. Yep. And we are thinking, do we move Griffenberger in there or whatever? And yep. I was like, fuck, maybe we'll do this taco thing there. It was going to be called Loaded. And we'd, because um, it's all like loaded salads, loaded tacos, everything's just big food. Yep. Um, and we planned it all. We got all our branding, all our menu with Loaded all over it. And then in that week, someone took the business name. That was the last thing. Like, I checked it was available. Yes, sweet. And so then I didn't actually click to get someone it. Someone took it in Ballarat or where? No, I don't know where the fuck it was. Okay. But it was just unavailable after that. So I was like, do we do Loaded with, like, two A's or three A's? And then it's just going to get real ghetto. Yeah. So, um... Then we thought Dr. Phil. <laughs> was that not off the TV? Not off yeah, the TV. Uh, was well, it? Kind of. And then our first logo was the Dr. Phil logo, but just spelled different. Yep. And then our accountant was like, oh, probably a bit too far. You'd probably get done for that. Yep. Like, yeah, right. So we just changed the logo. <laughs> that's how that came about anyway. Yeah. And that's, that's going really well now, though. It's going well now. It's up and down. Yep. Um, the first week was unreal when it was pre COVID, it was yep. just starting. And then it was really shit during... Because we marketed that as our kind of dining experience as opposed to Griffenberger being more takeaway. Yep. Um, so flavours are the same, whatever. So people want to go out for a night, they come there. But yep. then no one could go there for like six months without just like ordering at the door. Yeah. Half the time couldn't even go into the building and having a space that's 175 people can fit in, having no one in there was pretty shit, which all other businesses struggled the same with that kind of thing. But um, now it's good, it's picking back up. But as soon as there's like a little snap lockdown, yeah, you know, it just, just turns to shit. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, it's almost like a rebuild of a business. And you got to like. I reckon we had 50 cancellations the last. So not the one that was like a week, but it was like the one before that. It was 50 cancellations like that. I was yeah. like, fucking hell. Yeah. It's six. And yeah, we were sitting there at Dr. Phil when that first snap announcement happened. And 
our shop was pretty full at the time and you could see customers just leaving like pretty fast. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone's like just exiting pretty quickly. Yep. And then Dan Murphy's car park's filling up. Everything's filling it's up. Nilgo. And yeah, and before you even knew, I was like, I bet you there's been fucking something, like some announcement or whatever. And then you check and of course it has. And so yep. it spread so quick and people just like left our shop. And went and got panic. back in the hermit crabs. Yeah, yeah. And then it just fucks you up for mm. a week. Um, one... One thing I'm not real sure of, and you can obviously clear this up, I've seen a, a few posts from you about, is it Bay 6? Yeah. So is that, what is that, is it, what's that? What, what it's happening. People think it's a joke. People yeah, well, think. well, that's what I, was, I wasn't too sure what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. What is that? Um, just a burger. We've made these burgers. Um, we got these really nice buns imported from America, yep. and we made a, just a basic burger because our idea was to try and do something as convenient as Macca's. Like we figured that people come to Griffin Burger or Dr. Phil once a week, yep. but still get Macca's twice a week. Yep. And so I was like, fuck, if we can corner that as well, make something that's cheap and nasty and just still nice, like Griffin Burger quality, yep. but a bit more. How do you make it cheaper though? How does that, like, what do you, what do you skip? We're just, get, we're just going to lose profit on it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We just won't, we just won't have a, a big Mark. markup on yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they're going to be cheap. They're going to be like six or $7 burgers yep. and they're really, really good. Um, but we've just got to find where we're going to do it because we've got through venue we want to drive through yeah. yeah and that's the hard part so we don't know whether we do that or whether we start because we've got our warehouse like I said that's fully equipped already yeah we could just do it out of there as deliveries for a start yeah then we don't know if we want to have people tasting it first delivered it's obviously not as good as it would be fresh what, what about that property uh, on Howard Street I think someone's one. got that. I think I wrote... Peach is... Well, old Peaches? It, it no, was, uh, it was no, a no, fruit... No. Curtis Fresh, maybe? Curtis Fresh. Yeah, yeah. I think someone's got it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I want Red Rooster's spot. I've said that to them yeah, a few times. This <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, see, his comment, I, yeah, I wrote about it, and then Red Rooster commented back. Did you see that? What'd they say? Oh, I can't remember. It was something really fucking weird. It was like... Funny or not? Trying to be funny. Yeah. But... They've got like 250,000 followers. They've got no business growing back to me. So yep. I was like, what is here? What are you here for? But like, asked me if I was like a mythical creature and all this weird shit. Oh, this is Griffin. Yeah. Oh, and gotcha. just yeah. Yeah. this yeah. massive thing. I just wrote, give me a shot, you nerd. And <laughs> 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 that's, that's the end of it. And I was like, I'll just, I poked them a couple more times with nothing else. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But so, that's what I want to drive through. Yeah, that'd be cool. And is that by yourselves or you got... Just the same, Griffin Burger. Yeah. Yeah, so everything comes under the Griffin Burger kind of banner. Yep. And then, yeah, we'll do that or we'll just, I don't know, have pop-ups for a little while until we figure it out. But it's definitely going to happen this year. I'm yep. thinking maybe August. Awesome. But yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, awesome. It tastes like Maccas. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so run me through your day-to-day. So I, I like when I think about your day, I think he's still working in all the shops or he's doing the family stuff like how does how um, does a day work for you well it's pretty week or today what well, okay run me through today what did you do this morning I wake up yep um I went to the milk bar to <laughs> yeah. get a salad roll 45 minute <laughs> 45 minute run <laughs> bench press about bench 400 press. kilograms <laughs> no. um no Today, I'm trying to No, my day to day, usually I'll go to Dr. Phil. Yep. Um, after doing the kids' stuff in the morning for maybe two or three hours or whatever. Um, me and Tess, Tess usually does the night time. If it's pretty hectic, um, I'll wake up early and then she has to sleep in and we swap, sort of thing. And then drop over to daycare or whatever, 
go to Dr. Phil. There's shitloads of book work and stuff I've got to catch up on. I think I've got like 400 unread messages on my phone and just all this text shit. Text messages or what emails? Yeah, text messages. There's like a thousand emails. It's just absolute crap. Just because whenever we apply, um, put out that we're hiring, people apply for job, get like 300 resumes or something. So it just like clogs everything. Um, so I miss a bunch of stuff because of that. But then, yeah, I usually go to Dr. Phil, do all of our payroll, um, rostering, which rostering's cooked at the moment because of COVID. You can't really roster uh, too yeah, far yeah. ahead. Yep. We've got 50 staff, so 50 staff over the three locations. A lot of the staff work at each store, so it's hard with rostering because you don't want to roster them on twice. Oh, so they all go and share different places. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. it's good, it's handy, but sometimes it's a bit shit just because of rostering. Yeah. And all the people's availability. So our roster pretty much week to week at the moment. So I'll do that. It takes fucking ages. And then I, I work at Dr. Phil, um, maybe like 20 hours a week in the bar there. Yep. And then I just kind of try and float around to the other shops just to let my presence be seen. Say that to everyone. Nah, just go in, say good day to everyone, make yep. sure everything's going all right. And then usually it's my week is planning for the next week. So I'll yep. plan the specials, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Get the photos, do the posts. You do all the media, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Uh, we've got a guy with my mate Hugh um, who I grew up dancing with he's our social no social media our um, graphic designer so he oh. does all of our videos and everything like that yeah. and he's an absolute gun so we put him on as part time for like 25 hours a week so if he's got nothing to do he just makes some crazy shit for us and we just yeah. post it so awesome that's good mm, do you um do, do you enjoy which which is your pride and joy is Griffinberg obviously your pride and joy or is it one shop um from the outside it is I like working in Dr. Fillmore yeah um, yeah Griffinberg is always going to be you, so you're behind the bar does that mean like cocktails and things yeah go on hit me fab cocktail um, Tom Collins that's just yeah. like, a, like a hard lemonade sort of I had I bought a bottle from a bar yeah the other ones that you put like the premix and have the strain in them the good or is it the other, the other yeah, ones yeah. yeah and you put the strain yeah yeah was yeah. it good or not strong yeah Tom Collins good. It's just like hard lemonade. Yeah. But yeah, working behind the basket. What about Lady Boys? I've only had. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you're yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I have heard of a ladyboy cocktail though. You know the one they're really Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's the only one I've ever worn. I've out. They're super sweet. And I'm like, just give me something sweet. Yeah, yeah. And I always bring that. The health, you should have health inspectors come to the gym and that, do you? Or not? No, nah, never. Do you have anyone check on you? You guys are. Yeah, we could do whatever. You go rogue. You can do whatever. We could do whatever. No, I don't think. No, nah, not really. Yeah, right. Well, we've got health inspectors coming all the time. Okay. And everyone usually freaks out because they fucking break your balls all the time. Yeah. But our shops are really clean we've got cleaners there every day and it's yep. like, perfect and one of the health inspectors emailed me after he left a new fellow he's 60 or 70 and the email thing just said it was I thought it was just going to be like his review of the shop yep. and it said Sam you need to try this lady boy it was this subject and I was like I don't need to be in like incognito mode to open yeah. this fucking thing and then I um, opened it was just yeah the, like a ladyboy cocktail that he'd had obviously which is still from there that, from I don't know where it was from but it was like, oh. all the ingredients it's like you need to try this and I wasn't even there when he was at the at the shop so I, was, I didn't know what the fuck was going on when I opened it like it's why is the health inspector sending me ladyboy things yeah but he just turns out he'd just been into the shop 
Mm. But yeah, very bizarre moment. I haven't spoke to him since I deleted him. I deleted the message. Blocked him on Facebook. Yeah. Had a quick wank in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, questions. Mm. What's something no one knows about you? Let's get deep. That was going to be that I'd lived at the circus. That was going to be my that no one really knows. Yeah, well, that's that's a that's a real that's a that's a spanner in the yeah. works. Because every time I say it to someone, they're like, "What?" My brother that I was just showing you the photo of, he always tells people he's like, "All the staff." Did I ever tell you about the time Sam ran away to the circus? You don't think you're joking. What, I didn't even ask, what were you doing in the circus? I was dancing, performing. So, oh, so you're just dancing and... Oh, well, they hired... My mate Braden, who he used to dance with, he, um, he got a job there first and yep. he was fucking talking it up. He loved it. And he's like, work at the circus, you get like five, six hundred bucks a week and you perform for five minutes a day yep. and just doing breakdancing tricks or whatever. And I was like, fuck, that sounds pretty good. Yep. And yeah, he fucking loved it. And I was like, yeah, I can get down with that. And then he's like, you got to live here, obviously, because we move around. So I get there and I'm living in a caravan that's about as big as his table with him. Yep. And hygiene was at fucking all time low in a caravan. It was fucking horrible. And it was just, it was terrible. And then the first day I got there, they were like, oh, it was like a pack down of the tent because you move it to a next location. I was like, fuck, I should have started like two days later. And then it's really hard. I'm not built for hard stuff. And it was fucking hard. And then, so we did that. And then we had to put up the tent. And it took like a week. And I was like, fuck, I haven't even done anything. And I'm getting paid 500 bucks for this. This is yep. bullshit. And they had to like dig trenches because if it fucking rains, then the rain goes in the tent. And yep. so it was like a week of this stuff. And then you perform. And then the next day, they knock on my caravan. That was my first performance. I think I was hungover as well. And so it was horrible. And then they knock on my door the next morning at like six to wake up and do more work around the tent. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, right, I'll just help them out. And then the next morning, the next morning to do that. And so I figured that after like a week, I was like, fuck, they've just hired us as like laborers almost and being like, we'll let these fucking boys do some tricks on stage for five minutes. And then then you're (laughs) like, they can do all this stuff. Yeah. And so then after that, I was like, I'm not doing that. And so I just would just perform at night time and I was no one really liked me towards the end because I went to the lady that owned it and she's like she's some Russian lady she's like you don't get paid this much money to fucking bounce around on stage <laughs> I was like <laughs> I, was, I was under the impression that I did sorry yeah, so yeah, and, I five yeah. minutes work and that's it yeah and so we left and then the, oh, when I was there you know like the globe of death where it's like yeah the motorbikes mm. yeah, yeah and it was like my second night and I had to help out with that so I knew that when you performed you had to help out during the show and you just had to like Everyone helps out. And I'm a fucking great bloke, so I'd love to help out, you know. <laughs> no, they're like, oh, you've got to go and tighten the ratchet on this side of the globe. And I didn't even know what a fucking ratchet was. And I was like, whatever. And I went over there, and I'm just watching them go and ham on this thing. <laughs> like, all right. So I'm doing it, and I didn't know you had to clip it in or whatever. And they were clipped all theirs, and I'm just like, sweet. And I'm just sitting back and, like, watching these guys do these crazy tricks. Because it was all still new to me, so yeah. I was like a little kid. And then it's gone like this big bang and the whole thing's wobbled and the two guys at the top have just like collided and fallen. I thought they were dead. Yeah. And because I, you didn't do the ratchet up. Yeah. And, <laughs> or because they crashed. Yeah. Because I didn't do the ratchet up. Oh, right. So they crashed first. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, <I> <laughs> no, they crashed because I fucked up the ratchet. Oh, but because um, the whole thing wobbled when they got to the top and yeah, it was like their first thing as well. I felt sick and now everyone was like, what the fuck? Whatever. Like, I don't know so what I'm doing. I don't doing. know what the ratchet is. Yeah, I don't know what it was. So, yeah, I almost killed someone at the circus, which is pretty crazy. They were fine. What a fucking story. They were fine, yeah. They went to the hospital? No, I don't think so. 
Say they go quick around those things. Fucking oath. And yeah, I'd never really seen it, so I was like in awe of it. And they crash, and I was like, like is this part of the show? Because huh? <laughs> the other part, like, they run up on this big thing that spins. Yeah, and, and they pretend fall. like a fall over. Yeah, yeah, I know. Is this one of those things? Are they meant to, like, break their necks on this or what's going on? And do they legit blindfold themselves when yeah. they see straight through it? Yeah, It's legit blindfold. Yeah. Yeah, I was really good mates with the bloke that um, crashed in the in the sphere. His name was Phoenix, and he went on to do his own circus. But he he did the motorbikes, and he ran around that whatever the fuck yeah, it's called. yeah. But yeah, he blindfolds and he's got a skipping rope and he right. catches your foot and pretends to fall. So I was just saying, I was thinking, there's no fucking way. Yeah, nah. And he'd been doing it since he was like five or something. He was born into the circus pretty much. So he'd been doing it forever, which is nuts. When you watch it, you're like, yeah, like, I'd still be like, Fuck. and even like his family members and that would still like cheer at the end and be like, like, congrats on a safe show or whatever. Because they know there's that element of, did he, ever, did he ever, anything ever happen? Don't know, probably, but nothing too bad because he still did it. <laughs> The motorbike one's probably the worst thing that happened to him, actually, because of my ratchet strap. And I still haven't even done a ratchet strap since I'm... Petrified. <laughs> I'm more strapped than that. He's throwing this up as well, mate. No, no. I think so. Um, awesome. What do, you, uh, what do you love most? Um, I was thinking about this. I was going to say my life, and then I was like... No, that's, that's a bit... That's cop-out. Yeah, that's a bit fun. Cop-out. And then I was thinking family. Yeah. I was like, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be, it had to be family because yeah. I was thinking everything in my life without the family would just be fucking That's nothing. nothing. But then if I had my family, but a completely different life, I'd still be just as happy as I am now. So yeah. like that's. Well, you always count. Like I like to say like, you know, what are you really appreciative in your life for? Mm. And, you know, the first five things you say, it's got nothing to do with your house. Nah. Cars or any nah. of that sort of shit. It's nah. just around family. and Yeah. And because... You could have the fucking worst day ever and then get home and your kids just make your day. Yeah. It changes. And then, or you could have, you like Otis, our son's four, nearly four. So he could be like being a bit of an asshole in the morning sometimes. Yeah. And make it the worst morning ever. You're like, oh, mate, this kid. But then as soon as you leave, you're like, oh, I miss him. Like, I miss oh, it, yeah. Can't wait to go back yeah. and see him, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he has to do it all the time. Like, we'll put Otis to bed. I'm like, fuck. And then, like, half an hour later, just like, we love him though, don't we? We love yeah, him. Yeah, we <laughs> And you're looking back at photos from the day. But, yep, um, yep. Yeah, that's got to be number one's family, I reckon. And not just me testing the kids. Like, I work with my family every day. Yeah. So my brother and my dad. And then our mum, she's got a cleaning business, so she does all that for us. And so we're all really tied in. My sister works at Griffinburger. So with her family every day. Did you, did you get more emotional and more attached to your family after you had kids? For maybe a week. Yeah, a week after. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like I just feel like I'm like, if I was to talk at one of my brother's weddings now, yeah. I reckon I'd get emotional. Yeah, yeah, you do. I think it's because it's not your relationship with them; it's seeing them react to your kids and how yeah. they bond with your children. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. And and the appreciation of what they went through for you, mm. and you think, Jesus, like, yeah, mum, you know, I've got four brothers, and I just think, fuck, yeah. like what they would have done for us. Yeah, mum and dad. We've, I'm one of four. And mum, when I was younger, did family daycare. So we'd have 10 kids there. Yep. And she'd just do it by herself. And I'm like, how the fuck she do that? Like, if Tess isn't home one night and I've got to do, like, the bedtime routine with both kids by myself, yep. I'm cooked. I'm like, how the fuck does she do this? Yeah. But when she gets home, I'm like, peace, peace. Yeah. Unreal. So there's nothing. Yeah, I've got to cover. I did the neighbour's kids as well. So I'm like, <laughs> put them in bed. And it's fine. Uh, what's a quote that resonates with you? Um... 
I'm just giving the shittest answers to these. No, I've got I don't, I'm I'm not, not a, I don't want for you. I'm not a quote guy. Yeah. I was trying to think last night. I was like, what's a quote? And all I could think of was the early bird gets the worm. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, get that out of your head. I'm like, because I'm not an early bird at all. And uh, fuck worms. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I, got I couldn't think I got of anything. One. You tell me how to if I like it or not. Talk I hate it. Talk shit. <laughs> I hate it. Talk shit, get hit. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that's going to happen to me. Definitely. Yeah. No, I don't know. And I was trying to think, and I was like, I don't want to fucking Google a quote and be like, oh, this is like, this well, is for me. All right, we'll re- reword it. We'll say, uh, what's something that resonates with you? Like, what's something that you live your life by? Um, because you obviously have uh, a drive of like that. I don't like the word entrepreneur, but like you, you like, you're driven towards business. Yeah. And you're driven towards the passion of it. Yeah. Like what? What sort of sits? Is it something that sort of sat with you in that? Sat with you to make you be like that, or like, a, like I honestly think you're sort of born with it. And you sort of just carry yeah. on with it. But um, I don't know. One thing I hate. <laughs> I just hate, like you're saying, you got to drive, whatever. I hate when people say that you're lucky because of it. That's one thing I hate. So if you're lucky, that, what, lucky like, you've got what you've yeah, got. Yeah, lucky, like oh, you're so lucky. Like you live an awesome life. You're so lucky, whatever. Yeah. Which I remember, I wrote a caption on one of my photos once I just wrote luck has nothing to do with it mm-hmm. and that's what I kind of go by it's just hard work and yeah, 100%. sacrifice and all of that so it annoys me like if we we get by a new house or something like that people go oh, you're so lucky to live in a nice house or you're so lucky to do this fuck you don't see the hours behind the scenes no it's not luck like we didn't win fucking Tass Lotto yeah. or something like that but I don't know and you're, and you're and the biggest thing I think that is you've taken the risk of doing it. Mm. You put your balls on the line for... Yeah. For, and, like, I, I think that there's... There, there must be a lot of... Actually, there's a friend of mine that he... He's sort of the same. He's got... He's got quite a bit of money. And he... He doesn't like bringing stuff around the business or cars or anything like that because he's afraid of what staff will think. You know, I'm mm. just like, fuck, well... You put everything on the line, which could have yeah. gone to zero. Mm. And then you've... Yeah, you know, you're reaping the rewards now. But exactly. like nobody sees the risk. No. Nah. No, nah, that just fucking annoys me. Yeah. No, I like that. Um last one. Who do you want to see on the podcast next? Um I reckon the Campana boys if you can double up. Yeah. I was thinking that when you said at the start, get Lou and Serge in. They would be good. Mm. They love a bit of banter. Do they do a podcast or something? Or they no, nah. no, I'm talking about sport. They're, they love they're the sport. sports guys. Yeah. Massive sports guys. You talk to them about NBA or footy, they'll you love need it. to reset these cameras about 10 times. Okay. Yep. But yeah, great blokes. If you get them on here and if you know them, you know that they're like completely different. So it's good yep. having twins on here that would just, they're just so different. They're very similar, obviously, yep. but bounce they'll, have, they'll well. bounce off each other. They'll have contradiction, contradicting opinions <laughs> and it'll be, it'll be great. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. That'd be excellent. Get them on. Very good. Thanks very much, Sammy. Do you have any uh, any last words? Um, get the aircon fixed in here, please. It is so hot. <laughs> it is so fucking hot. Yeah, we're going to speak to Andrew after this. Um, I'm sweating. It is hot. And it's like, I don't know why, it feels like the the, uh, the, the, the heater is on. I reckon it is on. So you, I, I reckon you can hear it in some of the episodes. Like a, yeah. Bit of a draft I think my through. body weight has dropped from 50 kilos to about 39. 49.50. 40, uh, actually, what, you, you can finish off with what's... What, <laughs> Or bin night. Uh, bin night's Thursday night. Bin, yeah, but not for everyone, is it? I don't care about anyone else. Okay, Thursday just, night. No, Thursday night in Delacombe. I was going to do a bin night post for everyone, and I looked up on the council, and it's so fucking confusing. It is. On Wednesday night. Where are you? Brown Hill. 
Yeah, when, I, can, I can get down with Wednesday nights. Okay, Wednesday nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday. On Thursday nights. I need it. to figure out when... We're moving to Lucas. I need to figure out when Lucas is. Oh, I used to live there. I reckon it's... It better not be a weekend. Jeez, right? Nah, yeah, it's actually... Oh, Jesus. I'm like, Oxygen Like, that's in the chase. The chase? Yeah, it's like... That's our friend. Yeah, that's our friend. Yeah. That's not Lucas. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, yeah. Oh, well, you hey. set me up to fail. No, you set me up to fix the We'll leave all his social handles down below, guys. Go look at some of his work. Pretty humorous. Report him if you want. But, um, yeah, don't. Thanks for coming on, Sammy. <laughs> thanks, Peace mate. Out. Thanks for tuning in, team. Once again, would appreciate any reviews you've got down below. Have a great day.